Nazi mother. S to the S. Welcome to French Track by Track. Today we're going to be talking about Blue Light from Symbol, or Love Symbol, depending on what you want to call it. Recorded on the 12th of May 1991 at Paisley Park and released on the 13th of October 1992. On the track it is, and this is an unusual combination, Prince uh, Michael Koppelman playing the bass and Eric Leeds on the saxophone. Mm. Uh, this was in fact the first song recorded for Symbol. Um, mm. You know, he started recording this. I mean, Get Off was released to clubs on the 6th of June, 1991. So this is like about three weeks before Get Off gets released. So that's how far ahead Prince was of everybody else. The track itself is 4 minutes 36. And joining me to st- talk about it is Noah McMullen. Hello, Noah. Hey, how's it going? And um, for the genre of song, I'm going to say uh, like R&B ballad, I feel. Reggae, like reggae-ish on the on the yeah. edge of that kind of thing, yeah, no, R and B for sure. Yeah, there is a certain. I would agree, there is a certain kind of reggae flavor to it, but I don't. I don't think. I mean, like uh, Prince's guitar is like quite prominent. Yeah. Um, but I I don't think there's enough of a bounce in the drums to justify calling it reggae. But the, yeah, I you mean, know, it's 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 in the same palette, but it's not exactly all the way there, you know. Yeah, but and I mean, Prince yeah. Prince has done like full on reggae, so. so uh-huh. Uh, you know, he's 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 gone more than just kind of skirting it. Um, no, and yeah, for sure. M- Michael Koppelman is better known as being Prince's engineer from around this time. He was with him from uh-huh. uh, just before Graffiti Bridge. Um, he actually did some of the music score mixing on Graffiti Bridge until just after Come was released. And then he kind of, you know, he left for... Um, I don't know what else he did after this. Something different. Uh, uh, but yeah. on, this, on this track, he's playing the bass guitar, which is fairly prominently mixed in the track. Um, He's and doing a good job of it, yeah. It's funny because Prince had the MPG, um, yeah. but for some reason this track, I'm guessing on a whim, Prince was just like, "Oh, I want to record this song," and it, you know, Michael Coppola you know, was there. These as guys the are here, yeah, yeah, and Eric Lee's obviously, you know, still kind of with Prince, but not completely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's notable that Get Off, uh, which was you know obviously released a, a few weeks after this. Uh, is credited as Prince and the MPG with Eric Leeds. If you if you look it up on iTunes, that's how it's credited. Oh, okay. So Eric Leeds still kind of, he wasn't really part of the band anymore, but he was clearly still around. But I mean, I love I love the saxophone yeah, so yeah. much on this track. Um, uh-huh. You know, it is, and obviously for the rest of this album, you had the MPG horns, but just for this one song, which has like a really prominent there's a there's a there's a part later on in the song where Prince kind of um he does this vocal that kind of mimics the saxophone yeah the saxophone kind of plays along with it yeah and it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of interplay between the two and you know it's just so much fun um Mm -hmm. you know but yeah i mean there was a there was a point at which this was going to be a single um and they were going to have walk don't walk as the b-side i guess one of the few remaining tracks from diamonds and pearls that hadn't been released (laughs) um you know on a single somewhere uh but in the end they didn't they didn't they didn't release it um, you know, so it, it it seems like it's got single potential for sure. I mean, like it, it I would think like, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a, a kind of it has this very kind of clear narrative. Um, you know, and obviously the, the they have a, there's a video that exists for it, which has Prince in these 
um, like silk peach pajamas. Yeah, um, which is kind of amazing. And the it's, prince with like the five o'clock shadow going on in that video is kind of <laughs> it's a weird thing to see. Yeah, uh, and it's like barely there beard. It's it looks like somebody drew it on with mascara kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's him and Maite in the video. Uh-huh. Um and there's like shots of them at the beach with them kind of like running away from the tide and stuff like that. Um and you know, um I think it's Kathy Jensen that features in the video playing the saxophone like in place of Eric Leeds. Um mm. but yeah, I mean the video is now like on um, YouTube um and interestingly it's about a minute and a half longer than the version that was featured on Three Chains of Gold. Uh, uh. Which was which was the video that accompanied the the release of uh, of Love Symbol, um, mm. but yeah. So I mean, let's get into these lyrics because I mean, th- my favorite thing about this song is this you know this story basically, um, you know this this kind of very specific story um, where Prince is telling about um, himself and um, you know his lover. Um, yeah, and um, <laughs> the funny thing is like. Obviously, uh, previously on this album, we've had, um, you know, we've obviously had uh, Sexy MF and Love to the Nines, mm-hmm. Morning Papers. Now, Love to the Nines has like the questionnaire at the end um, that that, uh, that Tony M um, asks Mike yeah, a bunch yeah. of questions. Um, and the Morning Papers has the phrase, you know, every schoolboy's fantasy. Um, so there's this there's this theme, which is, you know, meant to be an, a, a kind of an overall narrative that's meant to be in the album of an older man and a younger woman. Uh-huh. And this song sort of has that as well in the lyrics. Um, you know, in that there's a point where Prince says that he'll be 117. Um, and, yeah. you know, there seems to be an implication that she's she's younger than him and, you know, but he can still kind of keep up with her. That's, I mean, that's how I've always yeah. heard the lyrics. Maybe I'm reading something into it because I'm so used to hearing, you know, the, the album as a, as a piece. Um, uh, but I mean, yeah, no, in in, in that context, that yeah, that definitely makes sense to me. Um, so I mean, we we start with Prince saying, "Oh well, here we are again, looking for something to get us in the mood." And this is uh, this is my favorite part where he says, "I tell each and every one of my friends that the love we make is really pretty rude, <laughs> but they don't believe me because it's written all over my face." And then a a, a bit of product placement from Prince, like Avion and the Deep Blue Sea. You and me got different oh, yeah. taste. You like it in the dark, but I like a blue light. And then we we go to the chorus. Um, uh-huh. But I just love that opening. I love the picture that's being painted, which is the idea of Prince, uh, you know, t- telling his friends that you know he he has this kind of dirty kind of you know sex with this lady, and or none of them believe in because they they can clearly see P- Prince having a dirty relationship with a woman who would. <laughs> Think of something like that yeah oh my gosh i like that he's saying you know the love we make is really pretty rude like he doesn't he doesn't use the mm-hmm. word sex he, he he says the love we make um so you know it, i still I, this, rude is an interesting word to use there also yeah i mean it's I, I, it's funny because of course you know on on, on a, a couple of his earlier albums prince had a little badge that said rude boy um mm. so and also with the the whole kind of reggae thing there, there you know there is a kind of thing where a lot of uh kind of reggae bands over here were certainly yeah they would have like a rude boy image that was like the kind of thing uh-huh, yeah. talk about. so maybe there's maybe that's just kind of seeping in there a little bit but yeah kind of kind of immersed in that whole thing yeah yeah but i like i like that obviously all of his friends know that this person is clearly not like what he's making out they do it's clearly not. Uh-huh. So they're, they're like, no. It's clear to see that she's not. That she's, you know, almost like she's not that type of girl. She's not into uh-huh. she, whatever you're saying. You do. 
she's definitely not into that kind of stuff. Um, you know, but I like the way that he phrases it like Evian and the Deep Blue Sea. Uh, you and me got different tastes. So it's like, okay, yeah, I guess like, I don't know, bottled water and extremely <laughs> salty seawater, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't know yeah. if that's enough of a contrast, but I don't know. I still, I love the phrasing of it. You know, it's just, it's just kind of interesting that, you know, Prince is, is almost willing to admit that this person isn't like him, you know, like they're, they're, then, yeah, whatever, however kind of rude Prince wants to get, this person is, is almost like the one saying, you know, let's, let's not go that far. Let's uh, kind of, yeah, cool, cool it down a little bit. Yeah. Rain it in just a little bit, you know, I'm willing to, (laughs) I'm willing to kind of, you know, do certain things, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not that type of girl. Let's, you know, let's kind of, let's be respectful, Mm. you know, and I like as well how, even though he's talked about kind of the love being pretty rude in the chorus, you know, he says, turn on a blue light and then cuddle up to be so tight. Just you and me yeah, all night. All right. Blue light. And, you know, so, so even though when we get to the chorus, he's not talking about anything. There's, no, there's nothing explicit. Bearing in mind, like, yeah. two songs earlier, we're on Sexy MF. So it's not like Prince is not afraid of getting explicit. But once he gets to the chorus, he's basically like, yeah, what we do is we just basically cuddle, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it, he's he's being um he's being coy, I would say here. Yeah, you know. I mean, also like the, the idea around, that yeah. somehow someone insisting on you know um the lights being off, um is it's yeah. kind of like a really kind of like uh I don't know I want to say like an eighties stand up or like an eighties sitcom type <laughs> of trope, like the idea of this yeah, British yeah. person who insists mm-hmm. on having the lights off. It's kind yeah, of take my wife, please. Yeah, oh, take, yeah, yeah. It's kind of contrasted with Prince, who's like, "Oh no, I want the room bathed in blue light." And I'm like, "I don't <laughs> think that's the opposite." Like, I'm, you know, obviously, it's the title of the song, but still, it's it's something something very stagey about that sort of setup. I I, I like that. It's yeah. yeah. I want the blue lights here. I want like so the specific kind of flowers over here. There's a like a big like very specific tastes for this guy and i mean the fact that in the video he's delivering this all whilst dressed in silk pajamas yeah you, you know, <laughs> it's kind of you're kind of like oh okay all right so mm-hmm. but yeah i mean and then of course we get to the second verse you know where you know we're hearing from the you know prince's lover in this particular case saying you say you wish i was shy and then there's a little kind of guitar sting um, There's a wolf whistle on the guitar, yeah. which I think is it, it's a, a little bit much for me, to be honest with you. But. <laughs> and, well, I mean, he says in the next line, I always take a simple thing and push it way too far. Um, <laughs> you know, so he, maybe he's... It's applicable, yeah. Yeah, he, maybe he's admitting that the little kind of guitar whistle is, is maybe pushing it too far. And then, of course, mm. he says, but baby, that's a problem with you and I. You say not in public, but I say in the car. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, those are kind of. I mean, I can I, with this. I, I'm with Prince's lover on this one. Like you know, <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't feel like you, you need to be that's, in that's the a, car. That's a that's a violation. I would say. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Prince says we need to get wild again, like it was when we first met. Close your eyes to and count to ten. Count to ten, yeah. Yeah, and when you open them, I'll be standing <laughs> naked with nothing but a smile on. And I love the way he delivers that line because there's like a little, yeah, that's a a little stop, and then he he says it, um, and then uh-huh. of course we go back to the chorus. But I, I mean, it's funny because in in some other videos, Prince has said stuff, and it's literally happened in the video. So I gotta say, I'm disappointed that there's no kind of like. <laughs> 
you know, Maite closing her eyes and then turning around and then Prince is literally just like standing there naked with nothing but, you know, like his cane covering his nether region, maybe. Oh, yeah, um, or something. Yeah, they could do a setup like that. But I mean, <laughs> it, it it is it paints a very uh, it paints a very there's a clear image there. Happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, can, yeah. It's, he, doesn't, he doesn't need to actually show it for me to be able to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very clearly in your mind's eye. Um, yeah. And then, of course, yeah, you know. We get to uh, the final verse, which is, you know, you know, kind of one of my favorites on the entire album where he says, I'll be 117 and you'll be still saying, baby, not tonight. It's easy to see us on the cover of a magazine, double heart attack couple, both die in a fight. And then, of course, when he goes, oh, baby, I don't want to cross that road because I love you too much. I'd do anything just to heat up your cold touch. Anything I would do, but up until you tell me to blue light. Now. I think it's interesting that he says anything to heat up your cold touch. So it's huh. like, you know, I mean, to me, obviously, I mean, uh, the picture that's being painted of this particular lover of Prince is that she's fairly prudish. So the idea of saying, like, you know, your cold touch maybe suggests that he thinks that she's like a cold fish or something. Yeah, and, it's you kinda, know, it's a little bit of that kind of going he's, on. he's trying, though. He's... You know, doing something. <laughs> yeah, but this I do is... like how he's like, "Oh, I don't want us to end up with like a, a heart attack because we fight at the age of yeah. 100 and something." You know, like mm-hmm. he's willing to kind of compromise on that. You know, we then kind of get the chorus a couple of times, and you know, it finishes. I should have said actually, you know, it kind of opens with this. Um, this throughout the album, there's there's these little kind of bits. Uh, there's a couple of segues, but there's also this this kind of thing where before yeah, the, songs there's like a kind of quiet thing and there's like a kind of sample and then the song starts with like a little uh-huh. with a little drum fill doesn't it um so that kind that of opener thing, is is i like the opening few seconds of that song a lot it's it's very interesting to me yeah it's like it's in a completely different dimension from the rest of the stuff and then it kind of comes back to earth which is an interesting way to kick things off i think that sound is something that oh, it's, i mean it's interesting knowing that this is the earliest song recorded for this album because that uh-huh. sound is kind of copied on a few other songs throughout the um throughout the thing you know so throughout uh-huh. the album that sound kind of uh is is kind of tying some of the songs together but then of course you know at the end we have just blue light and then it kind of repeats over and over again as it kind of fades out yeah you know in it there's a there's a wonderful saxophone solo from eric leeds um mm-hmm. you know there's a little bit of a kind of guitar solo here and there there's a bit of prince doing some kind of like vocal scatting um yeah you know it's it, it's, it's kind of consider it's just prince and a cup you know and like literally a, a guy on the bass and eric leeds there's a mm-hmm. lot of kind of um interesting little bits and pieces kind of musically within the song um you know it's not it's coming from an interesting place i would say you know, I like um in the in the first verse where it's like everything cuts out except for just the guitar and like the faint drums in the background. It's a sort of interesting contrast. The saxophone like starts up real strong and then goes away and then comes back. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's some like interesting kind of production stuff. Um, yeah. You know that Prince started to do. Now I, I mean I've said this on some other songs. I've said this on other songs where you know like there was a point from after Prince you know sacked the revolution until mm-hmm. prince got the uh, the new power generation you know on the previous album where basically prince was kind of making songs by himself and um, you know obviously a lot of those are masterpieces but there yeah. is a kind of thing where prince can only do so much by himself like his his inspiration kind of ends up not returning to the same well over and over again let's say but uh-huh. he certainly starts to repeat certain ideas and it's only when you get he gets the kind of 
um, you know, other people in the band that he he starts to kind of branch off in different directions, um, you know. And obviously, I think kind of Eric Leeds, you know, playing the saxophone and kind of contrasting against Prince's voice. I think mm-hmm. that's something that if it was just been Prince by himself, he probably would never have kind of gone in that direction. You know, maybe he would have had the idea and he, maybe he would have done it with like a sampler or something or a keyboard. But but yeah, no, there's that's the... Having the saxophone there kind of actually kind of makes a, a difference really for this song. Uh-huh. Yeah, the collaboration element of it is really driving a lot of what makes this song uh, really good, I think. Just like um, the way the interplay between different uh, instruments and such, and and also you know the bass. Even though Michael Copperman yeah. is you know not really the bassist, um, mm. you know it's 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 kind of so prominent, but very like, kind of really fits with the kind of mood of the song, and mm. uh, you know it's a, it's a really good bass line. You know, um, yeah, no, it's it's simple. It's not overdoing it. I think it's it's doing doing the job that it's supposed to. I guess in in this song, definitely yes. <laughs> very. Um, apt, I guess. And I also think that some of the the lines as well, like, you know, obviously the story is a little bit kind of silly, but I think that the way that Prince kind of delivers the, you know, oh baby, I don't want to cross that road because I love you too much. You know, like some of the, mm-hmm. the lyrics, the way Prince says them, they are so clearly kind of playful and fun. And that's what kind yeah. of stops the song from, because otherwise this could be a song about, you know, uh, uh, someone complaining that their lover essentially <laughs> won't do what they want. You know, like yeah, so it which could is... be a song about a guy that's very controlling and, but, but mm-hmm. Prince kind of makes it kind of a lot more kind of fun and it doesn't kind of go in that direction. It, you know, yeah, no, he, it could be quite sinister. Uh, Prince historically has been really a master of like bringing the charming side out of these like kind of strange viewpoints overall. But like, oh, I can kind of I can get where he's coming from on this one because it's it's Prince by the virtue of like um, his storytelling ability and such. It makes like very it makes anything pretty much relatable, you know. Yeah, it's a very it's a one of his gifts, I would say. And you know, I also loved like this idea of you know. He can see he can see us on the cover of a magazine, like phrases like that, and you know, like we have different tastes, like Avion and the Deep Blue Sea, you know, like little kind of things mm. like that. It makes it like it's not just a kind of straightforward kind of narrative. There's there's little kind of touches, twists and uh, turns, yeah. And you know, particularly places. when he says something like, "I'll be standing naked with nothing but a smile on." I mean, you know, uh. there's, there's kind of there's there's ways to say that that would be kind of less kind of fun. But, you know, like you said, it paints a very specific picture in your mind, the way he phrases it. Yeah, no, I, I, I get where you're coming from, for sure. I, I completely agree. Um, So, you know, for me personally, uh, this is one of my favorite songs off Symbol. When I got the mm. album, you know, Christmas 1992, I got the cassette. You know, obviously, I already knew, you know, My Name is Prince and Sexy MF. You know, those being the first two kind of singles released. I think Morning Papers has also been released by then. So I kind uh-huh. of, I kind of knew, but that was literally all I knew of this album was just like three out of the first four songs. So you know, by the time we get to you know uh, Blue Light and you know the next couple of tracks, like we were, we were kind of into the album where I had no idea like what those songs would be. I just knew you know the title, um, and yeah. then you know the entire second side, I had no idea. You know, I think you know Seven was released as a single a few months after the album came out, so. You know, obviously everyone else then got to hear Seven, but certainly on the second side, as soon as Seven came on, I was immediately kind of taken with it. And the same is true of Blue Light. Yeah. Like, as soon as it got to Blue Light, I was just like, this is a great song. Like, it's really kind of fun and, <sighs> you know, and, and it just became immediately like one of my favorites on this album. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, and for me, it's you know, it's a clear five out of five. I would say uh, personally, this is like a four for me. It's like not really in my typical musical wheelhouse. I would say tend to like things a little bit more in like the the fast side of print stuff. But yeah, this is a really good one. Yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my stance on it. And the thing is as well, I don't feel like there's many other songs that Prince has done that that are like this song. You know? Like, yeah, I know. It's it's very it's very in its own class kind of thing, you know? I mean, whereas, you know, like, if you think of something like My Name is Prince, there are a few songs where Prince is kind of, you know, bragging about himself or, mm-hmm. you know, there's, it, you know, there's even stuff on Diamonds and Pearls that is a bit like My Name is Prince, you know? Um, yeah. You know, sex, Sexy MF, the stuff that's on, you know, like, Sign of the Times, it's a bit like Sexy MF. There's, I, I, you know, I think I'd struggle to, kind of remember any of the songs that were like blue light um before this or after this no yeah i don't i don't i think this is like a it's a standalone thing and i i i really appreciate it for what it is for sure it's like a nice kind of different kind of prince thing and as with as with a lot of songs off symbol you know prince kind of performed this quite regularly on the tour um, uh-huh. that accompanied this album but like after 1993 he just kind of just really didn't perform it anymore <laughs> yeah this seems like it's it's a really like it's a it's a it's a pull out your lighter type of song for sure and, and yeah. that goes over yeah know? but i i think that i think maybe the issue is that when prince became more religious some of the subject matter maybe didn't suit his kind of uh new religiosity you know so it, it, it doesn't get as as bad as like certain spots of it like i i, I don't believe yeah, I mean, I don't know that that whole thing. Kind of, I've I've got some opinions about that whole stage of his career, kind of. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, I'll get to that at some point. Um, yep, in in a few months' time, maybe. Yeah, that's 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 gonna be yeah, it's an inevitability at this point. Yeah, but I mean, I I feel like maybe you know, also there's the idea that if you don't have like a, a, a you know someone who can who can kind of replicate what Eric Leeds is doing. Uh, then maybe it's uh-huh. not worth doing the song, and and maybe that was one of the reasons why he didn't play. It yeah, no, because obviously, I, yeah, I don't know if he's got a, a touring saxophonist or or whatnot. He could could probably get one, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what else he would use it for? Really, he did have the MPG horns for a few years after this, and he, you know, yeah. he has had other saxophonists later on in the career kind of play with him, but you know, they they weren't as regular on his his tours as as you know some other people. So. Obviously, you know, uh-huh. if, if you can't get someone to do the kind of saxophone stuff, then, you know, this just... Bec- I, I think that kind of takes away from the song. It, it kind of doesn't really make it worth performing live if you're not going to have... Yeah, that, that that's true, for sure. Um, You know, I wasn't able to find any covers. I feel like this is kind of... Even though we both agree it kind of has a singles feel to it. Yeah. And obviously they were, they were almost going to release it as a single, but then kind of didn't... Mm-hmm. Um, I think it still kind of remains like a, a real kind of album track, so I can kind of understand why, you know, even in the 20-something years since it's been released, you know, there, there hasn't been anyone kind of covering it. I feel like this could definitely stand to to get a cover, though. I feel, I feel like there's definite, you know, musical grounds there that I think that somebody with like a, you know, current-day sensibilities could do something really cool with this track. Oh, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like, you know, it it, it, it would be worth someone doing a cover, but at the same time, yeah, um, you know, unless they're going mean, to... I mean, if they're just going to replicate it, I don't feel it's necessary. No, but yeah, if but... If they change it too much, then you're kind of going to lose the essence of the kind of playfulness that's in it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine line. I don't know. It's, it's a yeah. Herculean task, but it would be nice. 
I guess. So anyway, look, I feel like we've said as much as we possibly can about Blue Light. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go to any plugs that you might have, Noah. Um, I am on Twitter at I am the best Noah. Um, I tweet sometimes. Uh, don't expect much. Uh, SoundCloud. I have a SoundCloud where I put up music. Uh, and you can find me at Zeta Waves on SoundCloud. I'm going to be releasing some new stuff soon okay and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you can email us not sure why you would at prince track by track at mm-hmm. gmail.com thanks for being my guest noah oh yeah thank you very much for having me and otherwise goodbye yep bye <laughs>